That segment was brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First off, it's free. There's also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast just as great as this in one place. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We did it, fellas, ladies, dudes, dudettes. Washed Up is now in season two. Big news. Big news for us. It's a great day to be alive. It's a great day to listen to Washed Up. We get to learn about Brez and his life, and we understand why and how he's washed up. It's a great interview. Me and Brady got to interview a co-host, which is always fun. And then we dive a little bit into me and Brady just shooting the shit. The dog gets a little rambunctious. Brady and I talk a little bit about soft maintaining a uh, healthy week, a healthy mind, how we personally do that. So let's get right to it. Welcome back to Washed Up. Let's get it! from the city In the field, cause I've been seen this coming round the bend. Get the bands by the trend next summer on the man. Quit playing, got a plan for my comments, huh? This shit is a breeze. Me and my ego, we think it's some. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back, and it's the start of season two. We're back in the studio. We got my girl Foxy in here. I like to call her my daughter, but it's my girlfriend's dog. I know it's super sick. I have a girlfriend. But um, she told me the first day I met her that she'll never call me dad, which is okay. I'm fine with that. I'm not calling him dad. Um, but Even if there's a fire. Yeah, if there's a fire, she'll probably make it, and I won't anyways. But I was on the phone right before we started recording with my grandma, and she goes, I just want to call her a lady, maybe because, like, foxy lady or something like that. But I was like, no, it's foxy. I've told her, like, a million times now. She goes, oh, okay, so Roxy. I go, no, foxy. She goes, so lady. I go, no, it's foxy. She goes, okay. I go, it's Foxy. She goes, okay, okay, Roxy. I'll call Roxy now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I love my grandma to death. I was like, this is, I don't know why it's tough, but it is. But GTA. something is just not clicking. You know, when when you get that old, just let her have it. Name the dog Roxy. Change it. Bresso's all about that. He's going to a 98th birthday party after this. Oh, yeah. Shout out my Nana. Shout out Bresso's 98 today. Don't have too many 98th birthday parties. So, you don't uh, get many of those these days, no? Yeah. One person only actually gets one 98th birthday party. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You never see a guy or a girl getting two 98th birthdays. No. It's just, it's rare. I hope she drops the... Uh, uh, I'm so glad no, you continued no, that session. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I, see, I said that. I was like, I, no. I 
I was like, there's no way that like people have that sick of heads. But then I realized when I was saying, I was like, oh fuck, I kind of have a sick head because I thought. It. But I hope she drops the line and it's like, oh, and turns the numbers around and it goes to 89, yeah. which isn't like much better. But yeah. those jokes are my favorite. It's like, oh, it's my 45th birthday, and everybody laughs. Yeah. And yeah. Like, and when you were that old, like you actually genuinely laugh. Like when someone's 50, right. they're like, oh, it's my 28th. You're like, <laughs> yeah, that works for when you're like their fucking birthday. Yeah. Right. That works for somebody who's like 52. You turn yeah. those candles on the birthday cake around and you're 25. Yeah. Because yeah. you act like you're 25. Todd. Yeah. I'll let you go home on Saturday. Dude, also, how gross is it that we used to eat birthday cakes after someone had blown out the candles? I know. Isn't We're, that disgusting? We, Whoa. Right? That is a mind-blowing thought. Right? Yeah. There's so much shit with this that I realized like – we're gross. It'll society. never go back to being a sandwich. It's going to suck and be good because if you don't wash your hands, no matter where you are in public, like, I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, especially at the Cubs games when I hate going to the bathrooms in there anyway. Like, I'm pee shy. Like, I always have been. But when people, like, that's beside the point. I don't even know why I said that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when people just walk out of there and just don't wash their hands, and like, there's, there's so 105 grimy. people in here that are watching you do it. You just have no fucking shame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think most of the time, especially in Wrigley, nobody's going to remember. Like, yeah. Nobody's I mean, going to be like this one guy. Way blacked out. That guy didn't wash his hands. <laughs> yeah, dude. The thing is, like, nowadays, <laughs> nowadays, you might actually get chirped for it. Yeah, for well, not washing like, your hands. There has still Unless been people you turn where I've been in a public bathroom yeah. and they have left without it. And I was like, is it like my citizen? Duty to go say something to this guy. Duty. Uh, this is a citizen's arrest. Yeah, and then if well, you don't wash your hands, you're an asshole anyway. So they'll probably just be like, "Fuck off." Like I said, sometimes I'll do. I'll, sometimes I'll wash my hands before I go pee, and then leave because I'm not touching anything. I flush with my foot since years Ever. ago. Yeah. People who are just starting now to flush with their foot should be. Natural selection. Yeah. You know? They're fucking... (laughs) (laughs) Who's declined? I don't know who's FaceTiming me. Sorry. Not today. Um, So, Um, since we started talking about Brez's grandma, um, let's talk a little bit about Brez. Like we said, we're going to try and do about like 15, 20 minutes of questions, getting to know everybody on the podcast. We're going to start with Brez. Don't know why, but that's (laughs) who we're starting with because I'm a cool guy. (laughs) Yeah, so Um, we wanted to get... We started thinking that people don't really know us personally. Like a lot of our listeners might, and but the point of the brand is to reach numerous people, like people who have no idea, have never met us. So a little deep dive into everyone. This is season two. We're kicking it off. There's three of us. The first three seasons, we're going to dive a little bit into the mind of Brady, the mind of Brez, and the mind of Cliff. Sure. Just so happens. We're starting with Brett's. Yeah, and we're going to start with the questions that we ask all our interviewees because it's only fair. If we're going to ask them, we should ask us. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start with how tall are you, Brett? I am 6'3 and 6'4 on a good day. See, when you get to that, like if I was ever 6'3, I'd just be like, fuck it. Like every, nobody, everyone, when they see people, they're like, oh, you're going to be seven foot when they're like 6'5. I would tell everybody I'm 6'6 six, six if I was like 6'3. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I always think 6'3 is such a strange height to be when you're plus six feet tall. I don't I know. know. I don't know why. Like, I think I, – I know people who aren't in the six feet category can't relate, but I think 6'2 sounds great. 6'4 sounds even better. And 6'3 is like, 
that's something you would say if you were lying. Right. All right, I'm 6'4", then. There we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so... That, that leads us perfectly into... Yeah, I mean, this is going to be a tough question for you because it's kind of embarrassing. Since you are 6'8", <laughs> <laughs> have you ever dunked? One time in an intramural basketball oh, game. Oh, okay. okay. There it is. embarrassing, then. I thought you were definitely going to say I like that. it. I'm in. I got some help. There's, <laughs> there's this guy on our team who is an offensive lineman who's currently in the NFL. I jumped up. And he just threw my back like up, and I was like way above. That's he awesome. caught me midair. That's awesome, but it just goes to the other point. When you say six three, you say six six. You just say that you don't. You don't say anybody <laughs> helped you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did like, it on I my like, own I blood, like, sweat, and tears. I, I like that you're humble, though. Yeah, and that's a good thing. That's a good characteristic to label you with. Yeah, absolutely. Humble, humble breads. So um, obviously the answer is yes. Um, to this next question of are you washed up, but give us a little bit of why you're washed up and why you want to be in on this brand like we all do. I was the man in high school water polo. I was like the number two guy on our team. The number one guy is like potentially going to be in the Olympics. So, I mean, not quite that good, but we won three state championships in high school. I played water polo in college at Bucknell University. We were like a top 15 school every year. Didn't make it all four years through plan because I was like, eh, I kind of want to party. You know, like. I totally understand that. Yeah. yeah. You just see all your friends having yeah. a good time. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh man, I got to go to practice for three hours and they're about <laughs> to go booze for three hours. Yeah, right. Eh, that's a catch 22, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, especially when you're like part of the bench mob. Yeah. You're not loving the bench mob when you're like, I no. could be drunk in the stands right now. I also but. feel like water polo isn't that sport where it's just like basketball. You can go in a couple days and there'll be easy little scrimmage practice. Like you wake up every day and dread going to water polo practice. It's, yeah. like, it's my is my take. I've never played water polo, but it's like even just if it's an easy practice, you're still treading water for fucking 30 minutes yeah, right? minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like so if I you go totally to understand. if you go to a basketball practice, the worst you're doing is a couple sprints, and it's like you use your legs every day. Right, you know, it's you, not the worst thing. And you know, like you have your conditioning before the season. As right. the season starts, it's more like game plan, walkthrough scrimmages and stuff like that. Right, like water polo, <laughs> fucking your conditioning has to be hell. And then, your guys, normal hell. practices, I would drown six or seven times. Yeah, and I have wet toes. I'm a great fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Rez, let's go through uh, the sports you played and what age you got washed up, meaning the age you stopped playing it. Okay. So, started off real young doing the whole kit and caboodle of sports. Right. Got your AYSO soccer. And I was real, I was a thick honey when I was a little kid. <laughs> I, was too. I was big, but I was also the hefty lefty, like, across the <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, I was big defense. I would just run into kids, and they'd just get fucking flattened. Um, Played baseball for a while until, like, seventh grade after I broke my arm. Stopped playing that. Always the injury. Yeah. (laughs) We can get to that story later. Um, And then I really focused on swimming and water polo. I swam through high school, played water polo through college until, like, my junior year or so, and I was, like... I stopped playing when I was 20, um, and I missed the game, like, a lot. Yeah. Like, just 
there's nothing more satisfying than just like tooling a kid and then scoring a goal and yeah. like, looking at yeah. them in the face, being like, "You just got wrecked." Yeah, <laughs> like it's the best thing in the world. You you just got pumped. Like you just yeah yeah you, put the kid you, in the spin cycle, scored on him. The goalie's yelling at him. You made him your kid. Yeah, you made him he's your child. my son. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as becoming a father as of Friday afternoon, <laughs> I can understand that. Yeah. yeah. Foxy's a great kid. Um, she is. When we had uh, Ryan Smith on, he was talking a little bit about how his legacy was his. It started through his grandfather, Johnny Latner. Your dad is how tall? Seven feet. He's actually seven. Feet. Yeah, he's yeah. like legitimately <laughs> seven, seven feet, feet tall, um, which is preposterous to say out loud. Um, but where was his athletic ability, and was he cool with you going water sports rather than land sports? Yeah, he honestly tried to talk me out of playing college water polo, but I was so set on playing water polo in college that it was just like a dream that I wasn't going to pass up. He's like, it's not all that it's chalked up to be. And I was like, shut up, Dad. You wouldn't know, but he knew. He knew like it was a full-ride basketball player. He played for Creighton. Five of his other brothers played for Creighton, and then one of them played for U of I. Um, And tell folks a little bit about your basketball career. Yeah. Uh, again, <laughs> that hefty lefty. I was body and fools on the post. Um, a little Zach Randolph. Action. Yeah. Oh, I was like young Zebo <laughs> in grade school basketball. I'd miss a layup and I was taller than everyone. So I'd jump up, my boobs would bounce, and i put it back in. But if I threw a hip into somebody... Game over. Yeah, it was game over. Coach, yeah. I don't want to play no more. <laughs> yeah. He broke in my hip. <laughs> I, Cliff actually broke my arm in sixth grade. Yeah, my bad. At basketball practice. And I was so fucking mad because I was supposed to go to the Wisconsin Dells after that. Oh, <laughs> I was heartbroken. Oh, that's fucking a terrible turn of events. Yeah. yeah. So, you no Wisconsin Dells. Couple extra GI Joes though. That was pretty tight. <laughs> Did they give you the GI Joes at the hospital? No, I got out of surgery and like I got home, and my like a couple of my aunts and uncles came by, and one of them got me like this GI Joe helicopter, and I was like, "This is sick." So they still got you the helicopter, and really fucked up their weekend. Yeah, <laughs> pretty. Much. Well, I mean, honestly. Uh, for the parents' point of view, for um, Great Wolf Lodge or the Wisconsin Dells, wow, is kind of a dread. Yeah, yeah. like the kids. Yeah. yeah, like I remember going to the Wisconsin Dells like every winter when I was growing up, and we were wild. Like, oh my god! Running Jacked up on seven Mountain Dudes, running room to room, like sprinting to the arcade, then to the pool, then back to the arcade. That's a cesspool. That's gross. And then like our parents are just like. Well, they gotta still be in the hopefully. hotel. Yeah, hopefully. that's what sucks about the generations to come is that like you have to keep your eye on everybody all the time now yeah. because of how shitty human beings are. Right. But like, obviously, joking about fatherhood Friday night, but like becoming a parent is going to be like so scary because parents, like, even when you're at the Great Wolf Lodge. You know, you trust your kids to be where they're supposed to be. Right. But you also have to stay sober enough throughout the day. Right. Take, you have a child. Yeah. You mo- That's most a time living responsibility. Mostly, yeah. And yeah. yeah. I was, like, thinking about this the other day. I was like, I still haven't, like, learned how to, like, contain my yeah. alcohol consumption right. to make sure I can take care of 
something. Yeah. Like, I have Foxy this whole weekend. I haven't taken a sip of alcohol. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I did break Brez's <clears throat> wrist, but it was because of uh, we both went up in the air on a layup and I was the one laying up and Brez, like he said, is a brute force and I was coming into the lane and so I bumped him, but I flew back and Brez flew, not flew, Brez was shoved against the wall like closest we were playing on the side hoops yeah. and just like tried to brace himself on the mat against the wall and just braced himself in a tough angle. Wrist first. Yeah. Force versus yeah. non-force. <laughs> right. And yeah. so I bounced off. Brez, it probably didn't soak up enough force to be like thrusted against the wall. It was just a tough Oh, impact. It was a smack Did break. you hear it? Yeah. I've heard my fingers pop before, but I can never imagine like a real like bone. It's not great. I mean, I know your finger bones are <laughs> definitely yeah. real, but... <laughs> Brady's just rolling his wrists around. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, dude. I want to feel something. Um, so you washed, you, you washed up in soccer, baseball, basketball pretty quickly. When was the divide from swim to polo? That was going into my junior year. I was invited to like the national team selection camp. So they take like for polo. Yeah. Okay. It's like the top 100 kids that are in the ODP system. And I quickly learned that like a lot of the, the kids in California don't do ODP, but there's a lot of them that should have been at that camp kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But being in the pool with a lot of the guys that are now on the current Olympic team was like, it was crazy. Like you just see, the difference in skill levels. Like there was this one kid, he's a, like a staple on the American Olympic team. His name's Alex Bowen. This kid is a literal bear. He's six foot seven, 260 pounds. And in high school, I was 6'3", 190. This kid was throwing me around like I was stale weight. And I was like, all right, if I can get in the pool with this guy, I can do it long term. And it like... Right. Water polo is way more fun than swimming. Like swimming, what do you do? You just put your head down, stare at the bottom of a pool, and just go. But water polo, there's like ball involved. Yeah. Teammates, you could shoot the shit while you're playing. Yeah. It's just more fun. Right. I don't think any of us could have survived an individual sport. No. Not even a little bit. And that's the other thing, too. Like the, the team aspect of it. And I went to a high school where we had like – a very solid reputation of winning. So yeah. being water one of the sports top guys on a winning team was like, I want to do this right. a lot. Right. Cause so Fenwick is what school Brez is talking about in Oak park and you guys, yeah, Fenwick. Um, but you guys were like, it was an upset when you guys lost regardless of when or where it was swimming or polo. If you guys lost, it was an upset. Yeah. Which is absurd to be the number two team, number two guy on a team that you could play any game, and the other team is just trying to upset you. There's no like, was there a most even matchup in a high school game? Lions Township for us when we were in high school was pretty good. They actually beat us our junior year in sectionals, and then they ended up winning state, and we were all bitter about it going into senior year. We're like. Oh, we're going to go undefeated, yeah, yeah. and we're going to crush them. I played basketball at 
south or north, whatever campus it is that they have. My like senior year of high school, and it's just incredible. Like I went, to, I went to a small Catholic school. I don't know what this Fenway Capital pool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we didn't have a have. pool, so I went to go play basketball at LT. Like you said, that they're great. Their facilities are fucking stupid, dude. Yeah, like, they're it's incredible. Incredible how different like things are like that. Like the only reason I knew what water polo was was because Fenwick was always good. If Fenwick was far away, I would have no fucking clue. I'd have no clue that LT was good at water polo either. Not anything against it. I played volleyball. Nobody gave a fuck about men's volleyball either, so I, I get it. But it was just a whirlwind to, like, how big water polo was becoming and, like, walking into. Like, that's their school that they go into. Right. And the first thing you see is a fucking mass facility of pools. Right. Like, oh, shit. So it doesn't really surprise me that LT was good. But Yeah. And so when did you – you swam, though, all four years of high school. Yep. Right? Yep. Went to state two times and got dusted. Illinois is, like, remarkably fast at swimming. I think we should have interviewed you last because you probably have the most accolades. Yeah, but now I just go down. First. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, it'll just get quicker as yeah. the episodes go on. But this is actually an awesome interview. So yeah. um, you stopped. You want to be a part of our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what was your best stroke? Anything freestyle. Yeah. No matter the distance, except the 50 free, because I, like, couldn't get fast enough. But, like, in 100 free, I could keep, like, in a pretty even split. Yeah. And then so. you got that 6'6 six, six wingspan to touch the wall in yeah. a second. Mm-hmm. I still, I've been trying to do the turnaround flip to turn around after doing a lap. <laughs> Strict wa- water up my nose, ears, yeah. eyeballs every single time. Never yeah. even tried so impressive. Never even tried it. Um, actually, I did. I lied. Um but for that, what was the uh, – there's a 400 relay that switches strokes. What's that called? The medley. Yeah, the medley. What was your foursome for that? Because you guys had a I wasn't one. on it. It oh. was – Video pad. Yeah. It was Matt Farmer swimming backstroke, Tommy McGuire swimming breaststroke. This Dan kid, Kelly? Dan Kelly did swim it our junior year. He was butterfly, and then Justin White swam freestyle. Mammoth. Yeah. He was a beast. Yeah, but we're not talking about Justin, so we're, we'll pass it, that question. But when when did you uh, decide to go to Bucknell? Like, what did that go through? Like, I went on a recruiting trip, and they took me to this party – and it was a lot of fun. And one thing led to another, and I was like, wow, this place is the best place on earth. I want to go to school here. Yeah. And when I got home from that trip, I happened to get my, like, acceptance letter into the school. No. Kid party. Right. <laughs> and I was like, yep, let's go. I'm going. It's happening. We're, we're going to do it. So, Where were your other offers from? Yeah. The other schools I was looking at, I almost went to the Naval Academy um, they're pretty good at swimming. Yeah, they're pretty good at water polo too. Or whatever. And then you'd be such a bore to be around if you went to the navy. Oh my god, I know. Well, there's no girls on campus, so they're like, whoa, <laughs> like they dudes, all, dudes, dudes. Yeah, it's it's a weird dynamic. Sorry, navy, don't take it personal. Um, cool. And then the other school I was looking at for water polo was uh, Santa Clara, which would have been cool, but my parents didn't want me going that far. And if I wasn't going to play. So you chose Pennsylvania over California. Yeah. 
Psycho. Just like every summer kid. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we beat Santa Clara every time we played them, though. California is, like, Pennsylvania's not close, but California is a fucking hike, no matter what you're going to do. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, far away. Yeah. <laughs> it's sweet, though. Yeah. Didn't uh, uh, Steve Nashville just Santa Clara? Did he really? I didn't even know that. For sure. He played basket hoops or something. <laughs> Canadia. <laughs> Um, cool. Well, let's, uh, Brady, you got a last question. Then I'll do a last question and we'll let Brady. I had, I had written down why you're such a bitch, but it's, this, <laughs> <laughs> this interview is going too well. No, I'm just kidding. I love Brez. Um, oh, let's do the, how we... well, at the last question, which is going every week, we're probably going to talk about this. How and why did you become a Sox fan? Was it because your family or did you choose on your own? A little bit of both. So I don't like my brother and my mom were big time Cubs fans, but my aunt Sharon was a big Sox fan. And she would bring me to White Sox games. Oh yes, when I was a yeah, lot younger. A little bit about this. And the first game I ever went to as a kid was Cubs versus Sox, and the Sox were pretty heavy underdogs. Mm-hmm. And I forget who it was. I think it was Carlos Lee. Hit a walk-off home Derek run. Lee? No. Oh, Carlos Lee. <laughs> Carlos Lee hit a bomb to, like, the fundamentals deck. Love it. To walk it off. And I was like, this is the greatest okay, baseball yeah. team of all time. <laughs> Was he – did Carlos Lee go from Houston to the Sox or Sox to Houston? Sox to Houston. Okay. Yeah. That was – sorry. I just wanted to remember that. But okay, that's a well, – it's fair. Yeah. I don't like it, but it's fair. And then maybe – Three or four years later, they won the World Series, and I was electric. It's been a long Imagine time. a full ADD kid going <laughs> bananas, yeah, running around the house. Going. <laughs> so this leads in. Say. This leads into my last uh, question. Then we'll let you go. Um, you do have crazy ADD. The focus is outrageous with you sometimes, <laughs> but the washed-up competitive energy. You're not able to just go swim or play polo anywhere mm-hmm. um where does that go now where does that competitive energy or that dedication of time like outside of work because we all have to do things that get us money but where does that like wake up this is going to be fun to research or where does this like wake us up or you're like shit this is going to be kind of a better day now that i have x Fantasy football. (laughs) I could rattle off like five mid-round sleepers that you want to have on your team this year. Hell yeah, right? Let's get it. So you went from a super competitive sport that kept you in the best shape ever, and now your energy is going towards fantasy football, which does nothing for your physical, but a ton for your mental, which I found out is more important. So I love that answer. Yeah. (laughs) I literally taught myself. Brady just talked himself into that answer. Because he was about to chirp you. And then he said it out loud. He was like, so you're going over your mental health. Okay, yeah, that's that's better. That's good. <laughs> Stay healthy up top. <laughs> Speaking of staying healthy up top, give me these picks because if yeah. I want to stay healthy during this fucking season, pretty God we had it, but I need them. Yeah. Because I'm good. a big, like, uh, best player on the board guy. Okay. <laughs> Hollywood Brown from the Ravens. He was injured a lot of last year, so he was hobbled, used as a decoy, but he will be... Lamar Jackson's top target aside from Mark Andrews. The guy's a burner. He's Antonio Brown's cousin. They play very similarly. 
I mean, in his first game, he had four catches and almost 200 yards and two touchdowns. I love that pick, but when he was coming out, I was like, this guy, he's just too small. Like, you know what I mean? He put on 23 pounds. I know, but then I forgot, like, the new NFL, like, John Ross can succeed, Tyreek Hills can succeed, and obviously Marquise Brown can succeed, too. Mm -hmm. The other guy, after two wide receivers on the Dolphins opting out, is Preston Williams. He was an undrafted free agent last year, came in, shined for the first, like, six games. Um... Then he got hurt a little bit, too. But Alan Hearns just opted out, and um, I think it was Jakeem Grant. So their other two top receivers, aside from Devontae Parker, are nowhere to be found. Sticking with the Dolphins, if you're in a PPR league, Matt Burita is a must-have because he they got Jordan Howard and Matt Burita. But as a rookie quarterback in Tua Tagovailoa, you're going to have a lot of dump-off passes. And he's an efficient runner anyway, so having him on the field is going to be pretty key for the Dolphins. I think that one-two punch can be great, too, because I think Burita's a little, like, a better Tariq Cohen. And Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen works well, so adding someone who's better than Tariq Cohen, in my opinion, you can hate that if you want. Yeah. I think it's going to be successful. Dude averages, like, 5.6 yards a carry. And he catches, and he catches the ball fucking great. Out of that. Mm-hmm. I also love the fact that that you probably, I can't really fact check it, pronounced every single player's name and last name correctly. Yeah, I thought it... Props. I, when you said Matt Breda, I was like, hmm, who is that? Because I think I say his name far, far... Yeah, Breda? <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was Breda or something. Yeah. And then Tua, I just have called him Tua. I haven't even... Oh, yeah. I, it took they me like... Tango Bailo. There's no N in his fucking name. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, Breda, say it one more time. Tua Tango Bailo. There it is. It took me like... Probably a year to learn Giannis Antetokounmpo. Mm-hmm. That's why they should all do, even though Ming isn't hard to say, they should just put their first names on the back of their jersey. Like Giannis. Ichiro? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I get I that. Mean, I mean, if we're sticking to the NFL, there are some first names where you're like, what? Like Darkeese yeah. Denard. DeForest. Um, he's a cornerback for the Falcons. DeForest. Buckner. <laughs> Mitchell. Brickishaw Ferguson. <laughs> Mitchell. That's not a name you want on a jersey. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Brez, we'll let you go. Uh, give us your last remarks on the washed up. Anything you got. doesn't need to be that big. Love you guys. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Yeah. So, too, Brez is washed up. We're washed up. That was the segment on Brez. Brez, go wish your grandma a happy birthday. I will. All right, we'll be right back, folks. What a guy that Brez character is, right? Huh? Well, while you're here, follow us on Twitter at Washed Up Inc. And follow us on Instagram at Washed Up dot inc yeah i know it's a real see you next tuesday kind of vibe that we have to have different usernames all right thank god brez is gone <laughs> that guy sucks <laughs> i'm just kidding what a prime great interview that was a lot of fun i learned a little bit new about brez so did i what the fuck did he say that i learned new about him that's, that's, that's <laughs> where my mental capacity goes through. Yeah, dude. It has been so I was just I just got back from a nine to ten day vacation where you're at the lake for a long time, you get the sun, you have drinks, make sure you're eating water, eating water <laughs> And then I mean, essentially like, you are always eating when you're drinking. That's what I'm saying. And then like 
I was drinking every day and I felt like phenomenal because like you're looking at the lake, you're on oh, the deck, yeah. you're having a blast, you're around family, loved ones. And today I had a couple beers playing softball and I'm like, where, what, why, what? <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck? <laughs> it's crazy. Like that's why, like that's not why I have Foxy, but. With- Speaking of the lake, when she's up there, she has no idea what's going on. It's her favorite place. She gets to swim all day long. She gets to live her best life. And so do we. So, And it's just like, it just goes by so fucking fast. So quick, dude. I'm trying to, like, I understand that we're in that age where it's just like, it's time to, like, grow up and stuff like that. But I give so much props to people who can just do this year in and year out. Like, I've only had my job for a year. But it's still just like Sunday comes around and I'm just beat. I'm like, I didn't even do anything this weekend. I didn't drink this weekend. I took her for fucking couple walks, a couple miles, four or five miles a day. A day? Yeah. Um. Well, no, probably yesterday. Any? Did you, did you jog any of those miles? No, but she walks me. So <laughs> <laughs> I actually just started running again. And, like, it's been terrible. Like, I've had to stop because my lungs, like... Really? Yeah, dude. Fuck it. I was... When, since Corona started, I have not done a fucking single thing. Speaking of softball, which you went to play today, I think that's, like, sort of a workout. But it's also, I have to put that in my head because I usually have two games, Tuesday and Thursday, every other weekend we play tournaments. So, Foxy, would you, would you please? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, like... I get home from work. I go straight to softball. <laughs> I get home from softball, and it's time for bed. Yeah, it's just it's crazy. But um, yeah, when you're at the lake, dude, uh, like vacation. I don't know if there will ever be a vacation that's long enough for me. Like, no, where I'm just like, yeah, I'm ready to go back home, go back to work. I mean, I guess when we're rich and famous, where you could just like life is vacation. Yeah, right. But. I Can't agree with you because like, resume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to put that on my tombstone. <laughs> what have you been doing for the past years? It's actually been pretty impressive. Your revenue coming in. Yeah, vacation. <laughs> have you been making money while vacationing? Yes. Yeah, my mindset has never been higher. <laughs> then why are you looking for a job? I blew it. I blew it all. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, so my, uh, my Sunday scaries, holy cow, he just chipped in. Kyle uh, more cow. Wow. Um... Yeah, I uh, my Sunday scaries are like a nine-day blend. Instead of your Friday night, Saturday Sunday scaries, yeah. mine's a whole week and a half. Yeah, that's fucking rough. I'm sorry to hear that. No, we're feeling good. Morale's up. The team's good. Washed up, staying healthy. Um, but yeah, dude, I was sweating on the field today, and I was like, this is getting chalked up as a workout. Yeah, no doubt. Well, it's also 95 degrees out today. Yeah, exactly. I was out. I was staying healthy. Granted, I was having a beer in between innings, maybe. But when you get into that mindset after having, like, nine days, it's just, like, beer doesn't become, like, something to get you drunk anymore. It's just, like, something you've been doing. So right. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll have yeah. a couple beers. Yeah. But then you're just like, oh, shit, it's actually over. Vacation. Yeah, vacation's over. done. You have to stop. Yeah. But that's why sometimes I didn't want to give up on that so I get wasted on Sunday <laughs> <laughs> and Mondays are just the fucking the worst, worst dude. Sunday fun day is like the epitome of a 50-50 situation <laughs> if you're gonna do it you better do it yeah because there's no reason to be tired on Monday and half ass Sunday yeah yeah but it's it's a very large commitment it is it's a big it's a uh, 
got to do it all in or nothing. There's right. no like have eight throughout a whole Sunday. And then you're just like kind of groggy and like you didn't have the greatest time. You wake up Monday like, oh, I just don't feel the best. And it's like I didn't have a stellar time last night. Yeah, like from when football's back from like 11 to like four, no, actually like halftime of the three, four o'clock game yeah. is the best fucking time period in the right. world. Yes. Because you're still pushing off Monday. Yeah. Monday isn't there yet. Yeah. But then it's like halftime of the three o'clock games. The sun is going down. You may have to go home because if you're at the bar for the night <laughs> game, yeah. me personally, I'll get in trouble at home. But yeah. also it's just like, fuck. And if you got to the bar for the noon games, by the time those three o'clock games are on their downswing, there might be some interesting games where you might either have money or a fantasy player in where you're like kind of in it. Yeah. But then those games end and then there's an hour before oh, Monday, just time before to fucking Sun- think. Yeah, before Sunday night football, because you don't you don't get to go right into Sunday night football. There's always that little buffer for you to contemplate. Yeah, the last seven hours. And then Chris Collinsworth comes on the mic, and you feel that little sense of calm. Yeah, when he slides in. Yeah. <laughs> and then the game's over, and it's just like, oh fuck. Yeah, dude. I. It's either I have to go to bed before Monday night football or like not or Sunday night football. Either I can't watch it or I have to drink through it. Yeah. There's no like watch it and not continue your shenanigans. Yeah. Like I took Monday and Tuesday off this week to take my test for the union. Woo. Yeah. I'm excited. We'll find out second week of September. Second week of September. If my mood during that episode is good, you'll know what happened. If it's bad, you'll know what happened. I'll probably tell you anyway. That's crazy that it takes that long yeah but i like it actually it's not even that long yeah i mean with corona and everything fucking shit is time is flown by yeah but it's also um, stayed still but since i have her i want like i don't want her to be home alone she'll she'll be totally fine i think like (laughs) i care more about her than most humans i know yeah so i was like oh maybe i can take off tomorrow and i was like taking off work becomes such like a a dead terrible <laughs> cycle but yeah dead too but it's like a cycle that like fuck I only worked three days last week but I still am dreading going this whole week so why do you have the dog it's not because yours Hannah is had to go back to Mizzou to um, move out of her house into an apartment because she has one more semester left solid yeah I don't know how she trusted me but we've been pretty good she seems to be pretty happy She's been being a dog dad is like it's kind of nuts because they don't force you to take them outside. Like a baby will cry. Yeah. Be like, hey, feed me now. Yeah. She'll wait for me, but like I'll know, like, hey, it's time to go for a walk. And like I said, during this pandemic, (laughs) during this pandemic, I've done fucking nothing. So it's like, oh shit, I gotta take her for a walk. But it's also like I know it helps her, so it's right. not that bad. Like, and you get some fresh air. I know, but like I don't want the help. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need the help. But no, maybe I need it. I yeah. just don't want it. Maybe it's good for both of you. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. But it's crazy because it's hot out and like we were on a walk and she was like panting and I was like, if she's not tired yet. I mean, if I'm not tired yet, there's no way she's tired. <laughs> and then, like, another block comes around. I'm like, okay, Dad's calling it quits. <laughs> <laughs> it takes me one more block to get tired. She could have probably went another mile. Time to throw in the towel for old pops over here. Yeah. The dogs are the greatest thing to ever come after him. Yeah, this is the first time a dog's up in the studio, and I love it. Yeah, she. I wish she could talk. 
what? He's telling you that I'm happy and they're like, no, where's my mom? I need her back now. Yeah. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> he thought I was tired because we went for a three-mile walk. This guy's tired. I can go for another six miles. Because <laughs> fucking passed out on the couch he's, sweating. He's slowing me down. But yeah. your Sunday sounded relaxing with the dog by your Or was yeah. it Saturday with the dog? No, Saturday too. I didn't do anything this weekend. Uh, I... I, I but also, it just leads me to, like, the dad mode. Like, I I thought I was going to, like, regret it and not want it, like, so badly. But, like, the the power you feel of when you're walking the dog and the howdy to the neighbors with a, with a dog is one of the greatest things in the entire world. <laughs> it's like, the, you know, the lake wave? Yeah, yeah. The lake, lake. Like, you know, the boat wave. Like, it's just, like, it, you, you I, I, it was the first, like, Half mile, and we were walking. I saw a couple people did the wave. Smile on my face <laughs> the rest of the way home. The rest of the way home. Hi, how yeah. you doing? Nice dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. nice one too. Fucking cheek to cheek. Yeah. Smiling the whole walk. Oh, dude, I was. We were uh, out in the front yard tie dyeing this past weekend, and there was like a beautiful dog getting walked. And I just told the owner, I was like, "You got a beautiful dog." And the guy, without skipping a beat, just goes, she knows, and keeps walking. Oh, okay. Like, I like that confidence, but I'm just like, how hard is it to stop and be like, oh, thank you. Yeah, she right? really appreciates it. Yeah, but now looking back on it, I'm like, respect. Like, well, fuck, do you mean she knows you talked to her? Yeah. What, did she talk back? Did she write an email or what? That's why I love Dr. Doolittle, because I wish I could talk to him. Yeah. It's fucking great. I mean, Foxy just put her head in my hands and it's the cutest little thing. Oh, my yeah, she's the best. She's making a little too much noise with yeah, her bones. Yeah, seriously, you're drinking water. Do you want to talk? Come up here. Come on, chat. Speak. Come on. Say something. Oh, nice. Good talk. She's a Cubs fan. That's what she said. Go, go Cubs. Go Bulls. <laughs> quick, um, quick on that. Cubs are back. Sox are back. The Bones back. The Chicago <laughs> Sky are back. And the Bulls Hawks are back. back. <laughs> But sports might be gone. Yeah, I'm, of course it's the fun. I'm not. I'm just gonna downplay the whole Marlins thing. The Marlins never had COVID. It wasn't them first. It was the Cardinals first because they suck at everything. It's a terrible organization. The city sucks. The fact that they have pizza is a joke. I just found that out. 23 years old. Yeah, I know a lot of things. So what? I'm dumb. I should have known that. But fuck them. Fuck the Cardinals. We didn't get to play this weekend. I had no Cubs baseball. It was going to be perfect. I was going to watch sports all weekend, hang out with Foxy, sit on the couch. And there's no Cubs baseball because the fucking Cardinals are a bunch of bitches. Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, if the story's (laughs) true, if the story's true, they're a bunch of bitches. Like, I just don't – you can – I have a million reasons why you shouldn't go to the casino, let alone the millions of dollars you're getting paid. Right. The casino is not a good place. Yeah, Trust me, I know from experience. That's just a brag to go when you got the bankroll to just, like, toss this K around. Yeah, but, I mean, like, you're getting paid millions of dollars. You finally get a chance to play your sport. You're bitching that you weren't allowed to play. You're bitching about the owners. And because maybe the owners are assholes, but maybe they knew that enough people were going to be stupid about this. Yeah. And now they're, they already bought back in, so they're going to lose money, which was their – plan was to not lose money yeah and so, now the casino made money we lost a baseball team and the cubs didn't play this weekend sounds like every other weekend well the cubs casino made money uh the cubs car not playing <laughs> <laughs> sounds like the beginning of 2020 to me no sports no casinos only gambling 
I'd be very fine. Like, I know it sounds drastic and people are talking about it if we just went from 2019 to 2021. I have OCD and it pissed me off to see it, but I'm, I'm so dumb this fucking year that I wouldn't be upset. Well, can we just have like a 2020.2? So 2022? Yeah. Like 0.2? Yeah. So 2020.2. We thought after the first wave it would be 2020.1. And that didn't go well. So we Because the, the Mayans already made the calendar, and we've already messed it up, right? That's how that works? No, I think they messed it up. They said we were going to die like six times. <laughs> well, has anything felt alive since? No, but I am a little worried because I'm like, no, I don't know the Bible through and through, but I am a Catholic man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't been to church Jesus since Easter of 04. That... When the next time he comes, it's going to be with fire and water and disease. And there's forest fires. Avatar? (laughs) There's forest fires. Every other day, there's going to be the most hurricanes this season. Wait, so it's fire, what else? Water and disease. Fire, water, disease. Well, we got the disease. We have the fires. We got the fires. And this hurricane season is supposed to be like the worst. That's a brutal, brutal segue. I know, but we're staying positive. We're staying, <laughs> staying positive for the rest of 2020. So, like, not everything has turned on fire and not everything is flooded. So, maybe it's just a little warning so for everybody to just slow down and be, yeah, be if, fucking nice to the next person you see. Yeah, hopefully this – I mean, it's starting to show a lot of people's true colors for the worse, and I don't oh, yeah. like it. But hopefully 2020 can just be, like, everyone's kind of – hey. Maybe pump the brakes on this thing, you know? Right. The way you're living, maybe tone back a little bit. I mean, plastic in the ocean, trash everywhere. We're kind of ruining this whole home we have. Yeah. There's some countries that are reopened full and everything, and we're just kind of here slapping our slaps around. Right. Believe in aliens or not, there's a million fucking planets, planets out there, and there's only one known to have humanity on it. And we're taking it for granted so much. Like, it's fucking absurd. And I said at the beginning of this coronavirus, I thought it was just like a little bit of a sign. As society, we're just moving too fast, dude. It's not like the people like, yes, I believe that I have anxiety and I, but it's fucking boosted to a million because I think it's forcing people to think that they have anxiety because every day you're expected to do something more than what you think you're capable of doing. Yeah. Like everybody, the, the world is moving too fast. These kids are forced to choose a path way too early when they yeah. don't know anything. Like there's just too much shit going on. I know that may not make sense to anybody else, but it makes a ton of sense in my head. No, it's the, uh, the feedback loop from hell where you're like, Oh, I'm not anxious. This is great. But then you start, why aren't I anxious? Right. I'm anxious because I'm not anxious. And now I'm anxious about not being anxious about being anxious. Right. And we have the And then you just kind of talk yourself into a full on, like, almost like still frame where you're like, yeah. oh God, now I just talked myself into this minor panic. Attack. Right. Because we have so much time to just sit here and think. But also on the contrary of that, we have this social media thing where we can see what everybody's doing yeah. so if someone's out there like building a fucking house because they have so much time you're just like oh should i be out doing right more? yeah but yeah. like it's like we've never experienced anything like this before so i don't i just want to make sure everybody knows that if you're not out there fucking solving world hunger during this because you have time it's it's fucking okay like, yeah no one has any script or rules to what you should be doing or know what to be doing nobody so. does 
Nobody's got the handbook on what it means to be successful. Nobody's got the handbook on how to avoid anxiety and depression swings. But if they did, man, would I buy it? Oh, my God. It'd be the only book I read. Yeah, right? It's like the whole, like, everybody's got a hangover cure. Everybody's got an anxiety cure. But it's like, you got to figure out what works for you, you know? Yeah. And then... It's also a little bit of our fault as well. Oh, big time. We don't treat ourselves as good as we should. There was a time where I was like working out every day and eating healthy and I was like, oh, I feel really good. And then temporary fixes do just enough. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's the it's the little bit of distractions here and there that keep you sane and then you're like, oh, I got by this. I can get by worse. That's why we love comedy and we love doing this because hopefully we make people laugh in a time of dismal past and a great, beautiful future. I love that. That's a great way to end. I don't know rating. what I just said. Nobody does <laughs> what I say. Roxy, tell the fans what it's you want. Foxy. Foxy Roxy. <laughs> Lady. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning back in. Season two, episode one in the books. It's been a blast to learn a little bit more about Brez. Hopefully you guys feel like you know him too. Well, next episode, we'll get to be uh, you want it or me? You. You? I, I want to be last. Okay. <laughs> next week, we dive into the cliff. There's a lot of pinch running involved. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Peace, love, and happiness. Season two, same outcall. Go fucking old back next year. All right, job. Light shows. I know, I ain't so fly, don't you think so too? Shorty tryna come through to kick it like kung fu on the block cruise with the sunroof open. I'm the one who everybody love, everybody wanna be like me. I cha cha real smooth. Do 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 do. I break rules and race rules, sip great goose with great juice. I make moves and I'm making music and ain't losing, homie. Fall back like I don't.